Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So I'm checking social media, and Mm -hmm. I see John Schneider trending. And here's where I know firmly things have changed. When I see John Schneider trending, and I said, oh, what happened with the Seahawks, right? That's now my first thing. Where you know really? me being pop culture guy, oh. I'm like, okay, because I've been fooled with it so many times. Okay. I've been fooled with it, and it's always been John Schneider. It's 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 never Joan Van Ark. Uh, it you know it's it, it's always oh, it's John. Schneider. Oh, it's something happened with the Seahawks, and I click on it, and it's nothing with the Seahawks. It's John Schneider, the actor, is on Dancing with the Stars. I'm not a sure good old on, boy. Uh, singer. Sorry, he's on. He's he's uh, sorry. Spoiler alert. He's uh, unmasked on the Mass Singer. What did and he that's sing? Where it is now. Uh, well, I assume he sang the uh, the theme song of Dukes of Hazard. Didn't wow, he? sweet! That'd be great. I mean, what 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 else is he going to sing? I, mean, well, I, I don't know. Why would that's a little too on the nose, isn't it? He's been. <laughs> All right, no one's going to guess who I am. No Here one's going to guess two, who three. I am. So I'm going to sing the one song. I mean, and he's had a lot of musical, uh, you know, output. He's got albums for days. Uh, both he and Wopat through the years. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the one everybody would know. And well, he didn't sing it. So. <laughs> Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. <laughs> How do you know it was me? I don't understand. Taking their way. You know, they, do they even show that anymore? Hasn't that been banned because of the uh, the car? Oh no! I think they cover it up now or something. Like oh, I think okay. they they put like they uh, stopped they selling the diecast the toys. Yeah. So if yeah, you could yeah. find the old diecast, they're actually worth some money. 
Well, if or if you can condition. you can buy the Koi and Vance uh, uh, dolls <laughs> when when they got nicely done one year. Yeah, you now that. that's a good reference. There you go, showing our pop culture knowledge here on a Wednesday night. Mm, I used to love the Dukes of Hazard. I used to love the. I, yeah, I mean, I used to love the way that every commercial would go. It would be like the car in the air, and it's. I don't know if this car is going to land. Yeah, but I mean, you had Waylon Jennings as the narrator slash the troubadour. Uh, Balladeer is who he was. Get it right, please. He was no, 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 no. That was was the no, no, no. That's from Robin Hood. No, was the the balladeer. That was no, 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 no. no, Jennings was the balladeer. Waylon Jennings, balladeer. Okay, hang on. No, no, no. You're you're confusing. There he is. Waylon Jennings, balladeer. Balladeer, balladeer. Who was the balladeer in the Dukes of Hazard? Waylon Jennings. Boom. Well, right Roger there. Miller was the balladeer of Robin Hood. Okay. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm still there's saying. There's more than one balladeer. It no, could be there's only, there said. could be only one. It's, it's like, like the like damn Highlander. Highlander. No, it's not. Come on. No one's cutting each other's head off to become, I'm the only balladeer. Nah, well, maybe that could be a show. He's the best. He's, he's one of these, the balladeer. Oh, man, I got I didn't think we'd fight over who the balladeer was. <laughs> Who's the greater balladeer? 877 oh, that's, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a good poll question yeah, right that there. Is, that is. Who's the real balladeer? Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, this hour of the show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com that is one thing i do miss uh for tv shows now compared to shows in the 80s and and 70s when that was that was the shows that always had at the end some kind of musical guest to do one of their songs like i kind of miss that i'd like to see that now and in certain shows where it ends or at some point in the episode there's a musical act that does a song i mean it doesn't have to be like in the dukes of hazard where some kind of speed trap to get the oak ridge boys to play the (laughs) boar's nest or whatever it is no but just something where it is there's always a band that shows up and it's a popular band that shows up oh look who's here doing a song right now i kind (laughs) of like that i like that the speed trap they were trying to hightail it out of town what's their penalty yeah you're about to hear it (laughs) Like uh, Twin Peaks, The Return, that came out a couple of years ago, which was phenomenal, had a big star doing a song at the Roadhouse every single week. The one with Pam Anderson? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Not that. <laughs> not, not that. No, no, no. No, hey, this now. is. Okay. Different one. But they would have. Uh, they had all the, I'm like, oh, look at all these stars doing a song at the Roadhouse. It's pretty cool. Eddie Vedder did Out of Sand, which might be my favorite Eddie, Eddie Vedder solo song. He goes on and, and, they, and they say his name, too. You know, what's his name? Like Edward, Wen, Ed, Edward Van Rippelhoppen or something. They go, uh, the Roadhouse welcomes Edward Van Rippelhoppen. And he's like, oh, my God, it's Eddie Vedder. Like, See, I, I was partial like to uh, Guaranteed out of Into the Wild. Okay. Hey, oh, that whole album was great. Yeah, it was a fantastic Into the Wild. soundtrack. Ooh, Absolutely. Sun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, while our memory lane going down the lane with the Dukes of Hazard, uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is back. I know, I know. You thought he wasn't back. He's not playing. No, he's still not playing, but he's back. Wait, what? Aaron Rodgers is back. The Jets have activated him to their active roster. Wait, but wait. Oh, yes, he's not playing. No, he's not playing. He is back on the active roster so he can participate in practice. Not getting in the games. It's not happening, not getting in, not getting in. Maybe he's not. Now, not getting in, not getting in. He says he's three, four weeks away, and it's not going to happen, and he's just here for practice. Now, there's two reasons why this is happening, two reasons. And the first one is easy. 
because there should be no reason why Aaron Rodgers is back at practice. The guy's coming back from an Achilles injury. It's only been three and a half months. What is he doing? The season's going to end. They're going to go into the offseason. There's no reason. You don't bring back injured players in games that don't matter. Why are you bringing it back? He's not going to play. He's going to practice. Why did this happen? Because Aaron Rodgers wants to beat science. He wants the scoreboard to say Aaron Rodgers won, science zero. Because what has been his big battle all season long? I can come back from this, right? The devastating injury he had to his Achilles, you got to find a way to compete. We talked about this with Tom Brady last night. It's taken a little while to find out what's going to fulfill the void left in, in me not playing football. And now he's starting to get into it a little bit as a broadcaster, right? He's offering up hot mm-hmm. takes, and he's going to be on Fox next year. So you can see it just took him a little while. Now, Rodgers is saying, okay, what, what's, my, what's my battle this year? I can't just sit around and do nothing. And the battle was to defeat science. Because you know he already is skeptical with science, as it is, because you know his background with, with certain beliefs he has about science and, and medical industry. So what, what is it? I want to beat science, but I want to win, and I want to show that I can do something that no one's ever done before. This quick recovery. Now, how do I show it when I'm not going to play? Right? We told you about this in, in November, that Rogers is going to somehow come back He wasn't going to play because the Jets season was going to be over, but he's going to come back and show everybody somehow that he can beat science and he can come back and do something nobody's ever done because that's his win this season, right? Go back, find the tweet from from the end of November. We told you that's how this was going to end for him. He wasn't going to play for the Jets because they stink and they'd be out of it. I told you I was right about that. But he was going to find some way to say, look, I beat science. This is a big victory for me. I've done something no one's ever done. And that's what this is. Now he's back at practice. He's back at practice. He's on the active roster. And Aaron Rodgers here showing everybody, guess what? Look what I can do. I come back and I've done this. This is how he this is the only win he really has this year. And he's done it. Because he's come back. No one can believe it. Because I, I guarantee you, if the Jets were still in it somehow, he'd be playing Sunday against Washington. He'd be he'd find some way to be out there playing just to put an exclamation point on that. And also to get back to playing football and everything that goes along with it. But you know he'd be ready to play. They're only not doing it now because the season is done. But he wanted to show that I can still do it. There's no other reason and forming back in practice, except to show this is me, Aaron Rodgers won, Achilles zero, science zero. I'm now 2-0 in the year. I beat Achilles, and I beat Aaron, I beat, I beat science, I beat everybody else who ever had this surgery in their life and this injury. I'm winning. I've won this season the best way I know how. Yeah, I think there, there's a couple things to it. You got, obviously, the, the ongoing battle to show how remarkable he is as an athlete, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, with the activation, he just shows up for one snap and does a Queen's wave. Look, I'm back! Oh, see, and that's So the he thing. shows up in a box score, it's and funny he waves at everybody that. and goes right back off. Because it is it's, Washington. I mean, uh, you can actually go put up some points. They traded no, away all their pass rushers. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I am with you, except not yet. Now, that because that, that's the second part of what, of what I wanted to say yeah. with him, is that is if the Jets seem to solve their offensive line issues a little bit in the next couple of weeks, right? They play Washington, uh, and they then they play at Cleveland, then they're at New England. Could I potentially see him for a series against the Patriots at the end? 
Like if it's a if it's a tight game and it's ten ten or ten seven, and Rogers is feeling good and it's one series and he goes out there, could I see him convincing the coaching staff to do that? And the coaches saying yes, it's going to give us something huge to go into off season with. He play, yeah, I could see him coming in at the end of the final game of the season against New England to do that. I, in, in theory, you'd want it in a home game, but boy, right. I think it's too early this week with Washington. But I'm with you; I can easily see that the end. of of the if it, if the game is in either a close game or or any any situation really if it's a close game or if the Jets are down big or they're up big Aaron Rodgers comes in and gets a series near the end of the game now clearly he would want one with something at stake maybe he just comes back just to hand off to worry so you don't have to worry about him getting injured after anything else I've been handing off at practice for weeks I can do that the last series or two most that likely I down can see big. in the final week I can see that happening yeah most likely down big as as Frostburg would would have you know uh, just to you know. <laughs> bludging you it's all about obfuscation because all three of our teams suck so <laughs> that's where we're at in the process but you, you look at the the overall you know morale or whatever and he owes bought in uh, 135 grand for this vanity play right here the guy that mm-hmm. had to get cut who got a lot of love on social media for being the guy getting cut, but it is going to cost him one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars uh, of the salary that he was guaranteed. So, so someone needs to make him whole. I don't know whether he goes to a pizza place or something, or a string of them uh, to do something. Uh, but the the idea of Rogers being around the squad, giving them a little bit of juice towards the end of the year, and, and obviously it doesn't change their fortunes as to how, how they finish out the year overall, but. Something to be said for his continued involvement. And and as we said, this whole year was going to be a giant image rehabilitation effort for him, right? All the crankiness, and 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 I've seen the thought pieces and and heard the clips and whatever. It's like stuff we were saying all along uh, about, you know, the history of leaving the Packers suddenly was like a brand new idea for folks the last couple days. No, it's, it's the same guy. Right. And, and now it's image rehabilitation to try to make you understand where he's coming from. Go and be a good guy around the team. Go and be the good tourist and show up in all these places and smile for the cameras and everything. Uh, and then still have your your means by which to say what you feel when you appear with McAfee and all that stuff. But it, it, it's all about showing what a great teammate and guy he is to knock off any of the uh, the problems of the last couple of years. So this was a way to do it by getting back on the practice field and being part of the team instead of separate for the last three weeks. Exit out by Fresca, exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. I'm telling defeat science. I can win the Achilles injury unlike anybody else ever, but I'm telling you that final week, that final game, I can see him. I can see him on the field for a series. I can. I can see it out of the either handing off out of the shotgun, three step throws, something like that. A couple weeks of confidence with him at practice, and why not? I really want to do it. And the Jets saying we need some kind of good karma going into next. Year. I'm telling you, I can see it happen. Well, could can we also get an AI version of him actually battling Achilles? Uh, oh, like I'm it's sure, part of yeah. Percy Jackson or something. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that we got to see it. But have you watched the new Percy Jackson? No, uh, Eleanor watched it. My daughter watched it last night. Said she loved it. It's so. not bad. I'll tell yeah. you, it's 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 pretty. It's pretty along the lines of what the movies were, but it's pretty good. You know I me. I, I just want to see how well Edge is as an actor here. How, how mm. well he does. Ah, okay, all right. Adam and, Copeland uh, getting it done. 
Yeah, and uh, Megan Mullally as well. Look How about Megan that? Mullally, yeah. Go Cats. Uh, Jason and Mike live from the TireRack.com studios. <laughs> Coming up next, it was the absolute end of an era in sports in the last 24 hours. And when something ends after 29 years, yeah, we're going to talk about it a little bit. That's next right here. Jason and Mike, Fox. Jason, you had a good career. It's okay. I had a good run. I had a good run. <laughs> I had a good run. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. 
live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, proof that the Knicks can't have nice things. Uh, the New York Post reporting just a few moments ago, uh, Mitchell Robinson will miss the rest of the season at ankle surgery last week. Ten rebounds a game, five offensive rebounds a game, finally living up to all the potential that he had. He had trouble staying healthy, all of these things. They signed him to a big contract, and now here he is. He is now done for the season. The Knicks cannot have nice things, Mike Harmon. That's tough, man. That, that, that's cannot. part of uh, the road to the ship. Mm. Gets well, a little rockier. and Because now I think with the Sixers playing well, it's going to be a little bit harder to get Joel Embiid. Like right now. It'd be a little bit harder. I mean, I might well, have to get the prob- next guy. Probably a little little more problematic. No, I, I get yeah. that. That's, be a little that's harder tough. To a little harder. Oh, Sorry, man. Buddy. I'll tell you. Uh, he was he was having such a good year, too. I mean, he, re- he was. I mean, he could have been, at the end, he could have been a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. He was playing so well. He did, he did everything. I mean, now, look, Hartenstein comes in, and he's playing well, too. Uh, you know, and they gave him a lot of money. The guy's pretty talented. But, man, Robinson, was just, he was just a force. He was finally realizing that potential, and it was just, ugh. Ugh. Knicks can't have nice things. Meanwhile, at least I'm not at the top of my Twitter feed. That fire ham is at the top. So it's no longer trade AD or Caruso. No, fire ham is now at the top of the list. Mm, fire ham. Fire ham. Well, I'd like the, to know what that Lakers recipe is. Uh, fire yeah. ham. It's ham that's really hot. And uh, you put it in like chili sauce and everything. And you have fire ham. You call it fire ham. Okay. I like that. I, I, th- I was looking at something a little more intricate, but you yeah. know what? Sometimes the basics have to work. Yeah, look, some, it, it's you know sometimes you would put too many ingredients in something, you wind up ruining it, and you can't taste it. No, fire ham. Well, it's ham, but it really... makes for a real, real short segment the way you're doing that. Well, okay, I can't get. Still... I need Guy Fieri to be able to pontificate for five, six minutes okay. while the guy putzes Fine. around with the. Uh, the, the pot and everything. All right, so Guy Fieri then spends three minutes introducing introducing his son. Hey, he's going to be here now. We're doing all. And now my son's on television, and we're going to interview other other people, and we're going to interview Antonio LaFaso and, and interview, interview Justin Warner. Why do you hate his there. son? No, I'm not. It's just it's everywhere he's on. Hunter is everywhere now. Everywhere he is. Hey, look who it is. I'm just saying, man. You wanted to say, how's he going to fill six minutes? I've watched a lot of Guy Fieri. That's kind of what he does. Bring in his kid and let him, uh, <laughs> you know, try to try to build empire. Okay, uh, I, I get it. That's how it works. He, they, oh, his man. kid's not nearly as entertaining, but that's okay. Yeah. Maybe but now, but now especially, now it's fire because Laker fans can never be happy, right? It's, it's a no. trade AD, all this stuff. Now it's fire ham. And tonight was a rough night for them. This this is one of those games when you go into Chicago and Chicago's a team that's six games under 500. This is a game you have to win, right? I'm not saying it's got to be perfect and you win it by 30, but this is one of those road games where, hey, I know we haven't played great on the road, but we should win this game. We should win this game. And instead, it was never really close. The, the Lakers never made a run in the second half. LeBron even talked about it going into the game saying, we need to find a way to close December great. Because they had the big run in the in-season yep. tournament, and now you're getting a bit of the after effects where the team is on vapors a bit, and you need that end of the end end of the year break, December Christmas Day, turning the page in the calendar. They need that mental reset. But this is one of those games. I don't care if you're mentally tired. You should win this game. This well, is they should game be on a banana boat for a couple of days. No, you should have won this game look, easy. No, but the Bulls—they're seven and three now in their last ten. 
Like, and this was without Levine. I'm, I'm not standing for them saying they're a good team by any stretch, but they've been playing some pretty decent basketball. They've beaten a couple of heavyweights along the way. There's a win against Milwaukee in there, uh, a win against Miami, a win against Philadelphia, and now a win against the Lakers. I mean, those teams are solid. So, you know, as, as poorly as they started the season and, and the, you know, they had a team meeting after the first game, uh, they've rallied a bit. Uh, so it, it's not a walkover kind of effort. But, yeah, since the tournament ended, I mean, it's time to find that new new motivation. What's the next banner? What's the next trophy? Who's going to put a bounty out for them to accomplish something great? This is where the fan, you know, celebrity fans can get involved. You know, you get paid twenty million for a picture. All right, we all we all contribute a hundred grand to a pot. Uh, hey, Lakers, we need you to win seven out of ten. Let's go. <laughs> Bonus time. Yeah. No. Look, I, no, I get the I Bulls don't. have been playing better. I get it. But you see, you're playing without Levine, who is clearly yeah. saying, "Hey, you know, hey man, look, he wants to go to a Laker. Hey Lakers, hey Lakers, you want to trade for me? Uh, kind of, kind of funny and kind of ironic that now that the Levine rumors are the highest they've ever been, he doesn't play tonight. The Lakers get to see what it's like. They can't beat the Bulls without him. This should have been the game you win. I mean, I, I know they've been playing better, but this should have been a game where LeBron has a big night, AD has a big night, and that's enough. And and it just wasn't. They didn't play well. The Bulls shot really well the entire game. They were 52% from three-point range. But th- this is one of those games where you go, man, if, if you can't beat a team that's six games under five hundred, when you're at, that, that's a game. You, who else are you going to beat on the road? If you can't beat them on the road, who are you going to beat on the road, right? So I know that five and ten about, away from home this year. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I know I still, coming out of the the in season tournament, the Lakers had no problems. Still, they have no problems. They're fine. They're sitting at fifteen and nine. This is exactly where they want to be. They're all good. The finishing high in the in the conference doesn't really matter anymore. No one cares about the number one seed. It's just about getting in and not being five and fifteen or ten and twenty, where you really have work to do. But now they're creeping back toward 500, and that's not where you want after the way you started. You wonder how much of the IST take out of them, right? Like, did they really hit that moment, and they win, and now it's, hey, we got some uh, early season, not even midseason. We got, like, some early season blahs coming off of the, coming off of the tournament here, and, and, and they've struggled since that, since they won the in-season tournament, and they got to they gotta find a way to say, all right, man, you know, we, we, we're, we're not this team. We're not this team. This is the first time I can say, all right, do I have a bit of concern about the look? Because the whole season I've never had any concern. They're playing well. They're figuring out their pieces. Everything is great. But now suddenly, are you really out of gas after an in-season? I mean, in-season turn. And it's only one game, really. I mean, yeah, you go to Vegas, you play two. But every game except those counted in the regular season. So you're just talking about, hey, you, you got up for a couple of games. Really? Take, did that much come out of you for that? Really? If, if that much came out of you this early in the season for the in-season tournament, how are you going to get by in May and June? I mean, really, if, 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 you're, if you're at this point where everything should be new and LeBron is playing tons of minutes and everything is fine because he's playing all these minutes, it's not middle, end of the season where you want to rest him. If you really hit those doldrums and you're flat now, I mean, how are you going to have something then? How are you going to have something when you really need it in the second round and in, in the conference finals? How, how are you going to have that if you're the Lakers? Well, you've also had this long stretch that other than a one game here, one game there, and the inevitable uh, Anthony Davis is on the ground, will he come back? (laughs) Yes, he will. Uh, They've played almost all these games too, right? So that's the other thing is through 28 games, 
and I don't wish ill on anybody. I want to see stars play, right? I mean, that's the one of the show's many uh, mantras. We've got a lot uh, in our marching orders each four, for four hours each night. Uh, we want to see the stars on display. But the reality is you've got to meter out those minutes. Otherwise, come April and May, are those guys going to be ready to go? I mean, father time comes for everybody, and LeBron can try to push it off. He's finished, what, four of the last five seasons missing extensive time. And Anthony Davis, you're getting some tremendous run. Even his numbers tonight uh, were, were great. It was those two and, and your guy, Austin Reeves. But beyond that, no nobody else showed up uh, in terms of a, a box score, right, in, in terms of those big shots when you needed them. Um, you know, Reddish has 13, but he goes 5 of 14 uh, from the field and go on down the line. They're going to need other guys to take up minutes and, and give those guys a, a little bit of an opportunity to push the minutes number back down below that 30 threshold. Otherwise, it's going to be a, an increasingly long season uh, on these road trips. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the phone number. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. So last night, and really into tonight too, because the, the, the show is running all, all on, on a loop basically for the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. HBO Real Sports is ending. 29-year run mm-hmm. hosted by Brian Gumbel. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's 29 years. Uh, and it's it's been a it's been a lot of a conversation about it the last few the last couple of days with it ending its run. Uh, it always had very serious stories that they were able to investigate with investigative journalists, and they they brought to light you know big questions, big topics like uh, concussions in sports and equal pay for athletes. But I got to tell you. And I'll be honest with you, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I watched one part of one episode once. That that's what that's what I did. Was it and a Brian Gumble thing? No, 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 it wasn't. No, actually, because mm-hmm. they were doing mm-hmm. ESPN versus Fox, like the battle of ESPN versus Fox. And this is like you know, fifteen years ago, Fox versus ESPN, and the feature was bad. The feature was bad. I'm like, they're not talking about that. It's Fox. It's Fox Network and ESPN's. The ESPN's cable, and they're not taking that into account. It just wasn't done very well. It, it just, just seems like the, a bad topic like? in general. Yeah, it was for, it, for it was, that show. Yeah. It's a, it seems out of character for what they normally would do. Yeah, it was, but you know, it was something that would you know, it was interesting to me. Obviously, working at both places, sure. I wanted to see how they would present it, and it just wasn't that great because it didn't get as in depth as the other ones. And I don't know if it was we want to tread lightly on things because we know people at Fox, we know people at ESPN. You know, who, who knows? Well, you need but, access, and you need yeah. people, right? Yeah, and and but oh, that was the only one I watched because, by and large, it's just the show wasn't my thing. And it and and I, I say that not because I think the show was bad. It was just some of the topics and some of the stuff they did. I'm like, this is not escapism. And, you know, I, w- I want some escapism because, you know, the world's a tough place. And everything that ate that real sports did was incredibly serious. Everything was really and they, it was all good. And this, this is not saying that, oh, I didn't like it. It's just it wasn't my thing because I'm more of an escapism person, escapist when it comes to sports. Right. We, you, you, we do the, the serious stuff and we have to and all the different things. And, and that's it. But, you know, to, to sit back and say, OK, here's a Russian figure skating scandal or here's this or here's this. It's just too it was just too much for me mentally and I'm coming from from a background where I used to love trying to do stories like this when I first came up as a PA at ESPN and I was working behind the screen behind the scenes like doing doing pieces like this were like what everybody wanted to do it was like 
the biggest thing, the best thing you could do was do a story like this that, that put a spotlight on something that was really serious in sports. And you had people on the air that were crying about it. And you did interviews where people were crying. And it was, oh, my goodness. It was, and you were just looked at at, boy, what a great producer you were. And I used to love trying to do stories like this when I was at ESPN. And then I realized getting on and being on the air, and, and as, as my life went on, I'm like, yeah, no, not so much. Not so much. Now, I understand how important the show is because it's important to have show, to do stories like this and have them out there to, to spark discussion or spark change. Um, it's, it's a big deal, and, and they did a great job with it because you saw its, its impact on, on society. I mean, 29 years for a show like that is really bleeping good. And I didn't really think about that part of it, uh, about what the impact was, until I had a conversation when I was at NFL Network with uh, one of my bosses at NFL when I was there and I was writing for for NFL.com. And he said to me, hey, can you write this story today? Um, it was I was doing fantasy on the air, but I would also write. He goes, can you write this story? And I forget what the, what the thing was. And I said, sure. And he said, yeah. And I said, yeah. He goes, okay. He goes, well, because let me tell you, not a lot of people want to write this story. I said, well, why not? And they said, well, because it was a serious story that needed to be covered. Like it, it right. just needed something to be written about. It was a serious story that he said to me, look, we know it's not going to get clicks and we know it's not, you know, and, and, and a lot of people won't write something even if they get assigned it because it's not going to get clicks. It will hurt them. They feel it will hurt them. Uh, but it's important that we cover it and that we write it and we do it. And I didn't, I didn't care because, you know, you asked me to do something. That's kind of, that's the person I am. That's the employee I am. You asked me to do something. You want me to do it? I'll do it. So I and also, I, I didn't, I didn't care about what the, what the count was on my, on, on the column and everything else. Yeah, you need me to do it. I'll do it. And when he told me, Hey, cause it's important that we do stuff like this. You understand that it's important. Even if it's not your cup of tea, it's important that the show is out there doing these things. Exit out about a fresca exit swollen dome. 29 years. For real sports, ending its run. Well, coming up next, the TireRack.com studios. It's Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live. Phone number is 877-99 on Fox. Let's have a hot take for National Signing Day in college football. You ready, Mike Harmon? I got a hot, and it's not involving Northwestern. I got a big hot take for you coming up. Yeah, next. I'll do five minutes on the uh, suckitude of Northwestern. Where's the uh, crowing feature from you now, AD? <laughs> That's next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. This is how the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Today was National Signing Day, and we're still going to get some signings tomorrow, but we saw a lot of drama already, and everybody hates on Florida State. Once third year in a row, they had one of the top recruits in the country who decided at the last minute, yeah. now I'm going somewhere else. Well, <laughs> hey, man, if they can't get into the playoffs when they go undefeated, why am I coming here? <laughs> you just said the quiet part out loud, Mike Harmon. <laughs> I mean, like, you're looking at it as like money's going to be the same. Mm. Playing yeah. opportunity is going to be the same. Yeah, Wait, they yeah, can play yeah. for something meaningful. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like KJ Bolden, instead of picking the hats, just says, "Man, if he can go twelve and zero and can't get in the play, what the hell?" He just throws the hat away. <laughs> hey, look at me. <laughs> I mean, this is nice. It was a good visit. I had a good time. Yeah, about. <laughs> so, and, and not only that, he flips to Georgia. You know, it's like well, oh, that's the other kick goodness. in the teeth, right? Oh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, not flipping to go someplace else. But look, here's the truth about National Signing Day, and and it's evolved a little bit over the years. You can win at a certain level as long as you keep getting three star guys, right? You can win at a certain level. You get three star guys, you're okay. You can win a certain. But now, with college football becoming so much of the haves and the have-nots, it's if you're not getting the four-star guys, I mean, forget it. Like there, it, it used to be you get, you get three-star guys, you coach them up right. Hey, you can have a couple of surprise seasons because you have a good cycle of players and you can win nine, ten games and look at what you're doing. But you can't do that now. Because college sports has become, with NIL money, it's about getting all the best players and having them all come. You need those four-star guys. And if you don't have the four-star guys, forget it. 
And 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 that's where it's become now. It's okay now. Let's let's ratchet up a little bit. Like four is a new three. So like when I'm watching today and I see Syracuse somehow getting four star guys, which I'm like it's never happened. Like really, I don't understand. It's like a magic carpet ride with Syracuse. All the not just Kyle McCord. They've gotten like three of the top prospects they've ever had graded since they started grading prospects 20 years ago. Like all in this cycle, it's almost like Syracuse is the Colorado of September. Like well, how are they getting all these? <laughs> guys what is Fran Brown doing how does he have these guys coming in it's never been more exciting and I never thought this was possible I always thought we're going to be destined to be a middle of the pack team in the in the ACC lower level team what are we going to do but it goes to show you that hey when you want to compete you have to get those guys it's no longer hey there's lights if we get them we, we change our mind we go to three star guys this is why you go all in on this and it's such a big deal and why why you're seeing guys get offered by way more than just two or three big schools it's not just hey He's got Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. It's Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, and Tennessee. And he has to make sure to take a trip to Florida and, and LSU to make sure. It's, it's, it's become such a bigger – if it's not a bigger deal before, it's an even bigger deal now because you're simply just not going to win unless you get these guys. You're not, you're not, I'm, not, I'm saying you're not even going to win eight games if you don't get it. You could do that 10, 15 years ago. Can't do that now. Yeah, but now it's the, the machine that all has to play together. Some, some schools uh, have embraced – NIL and those opportunities and learning experiences, right, uh, much better than others. Uh, at Syracuse, clearly, uh, coach comes in and there's a different attitude and obviously a different buy-in behind the scenes from everybody associated with the university. Now, do we have all the details of it? No, but in, in those buildings, I mean, there's fist bumps. Wait, that guy's on board? He's going to help out with what? Okay, cool. And and that's where you have to go uh, at, at this point, especially if you're in any of these monster conferences. I mean, look at Northwestern has this great year that everybody trumpets, right? Like, oh, I was supposed to – like, I thought it was, you know, going to be a uh, – well, everybody should have been excised. Uh, Braun ends up having a good year. They're going to play in the bowl game on, on Saturday night against Utah and all that stuff. But – they they're 18 out of 18 they had seven guys like i mean that that's it i mean that, what else can i say now let's say all right are they banking on the fact that they're going to be able to raid the transfer portal and i know the academics come in and all of those things but you know northwestern and i've been critical of it for the longest time you know with the heavyweights and a lot of industry coming out of that that institution that there was no consolidated effort to be first movers and get that advantage when it came to NIL and the new uh, world order. And if you're slow to the game, you lose. And now when, when it's also the, all right, not only do I get the bag, but you know, I can go and sign with, with trading card companies and all these other things, there's, there's a value associated and, and a want to uh, for people to collect Alabama and Michigan and Georgia and stuff. There's, there's that extra, you know, extended value to the just do- basic dollars of cents of going to play football. Excellent. I know. I, I get it. It's it's all, it's all, it's become such a bigger business, yep. such a bigger deal that now what was. Well, college football changes every six months, but this is something that's ratcheted up so much. It's like, how can any more than just a handful of schools compete at this level? I mean, really, how can how can you have more than just a handful? Uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll have more on this coming up. Mike has a couple of really good points on it. We're going to get into this. Plus, the biggest night in the NBA does not belong to Joel. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.